We're on a different level. We're on a different level. All you little all elite girls think you can play big man games. We're on the man. All right, sorry, that's a very bad impression. All right, Becky Lynch is talking some trash. And yes, she's talking about AEW and people on the internet cannot come process this. I need to argue with a stranger. FTR is talking about how WWE apparently wants them back. And why do they want them back? They've addressed those rumors. Killer Cross has made moves to get his name in his own portfolio. And on top of that, we have news with Rick Steiner and little baby Rick Steiner, Widow Steiner, the Widow Widowborn. All right, we'll get into all this, plus injuries in NXT and so much more. Your comments on screen, share that link, or <laughs> put on some deodorant, you stink. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Watch out! Watch out! Yes, it is the watch out, watch out, watch out. What's going on, dude? The watch out army. What? Up? Watch out army is with us. How you guys doing? I'm doing well. Kev Callum over here. Jose G there. If you are watching, go ahead and subscribe to Sports Keto Wrestling on YouTube. Thank you. The over 28,000 strong march in our way to 29. The millions with us on Facebook. And, of course... And millions! Yes. I used to be uh, I used to be on uh, my, own, my own little thing, and now I'm on this massive thing. Thank you so much. Shout out to the whole Sports Keto team. A lot of great numbers coming in for us, and we really appreciate it. Uh, we have a lot of news to get to today, and your comments will get on the screen. As I mentioned, we're here five days a week. Top story. A lot of great episodes we've already produced this week, and I, I think we have some more. A big interview coming up this week as well with Mike Bennett from Impact Wrestling leading up to this Friday's AAW Never Say Die pay-per-view. That'll be dropping on the channel at some point in the next few days, so stuff to look forward to. Uh, if you're with us for the first time, shout out where you're watching from, and we'll get you on screen here as well. I uh, love seeing some new people here. Uh, Frantic World. That's pretty cool. Uh, shout out to Lady Energy in the room with Molly. A Molly Mania running wild. All right, CRC, what's up? Let's get into it. Uh, this story with Becky Lynch has <laughs> upset some people. Yeah. Uh, and it is another sign of Becky Lynch, I think, knowing how to put a wooden spoon in an empty pot and make a lot of noise with it. Uh, tell me about this. She says to the entire AEW women's locker room, we're on a different level. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, she went into it, man. Uh, so today she was on the uh, Drew Garabo live featured cut of the day. That's his podcast. It's such a long title. Uh, but yeah, during the interview, she said, uh, quote, I wish I could say yes, but unfortunately, and it's talking about the, uh, the launch of AEW in the women's division. But unfortunately, I don't think they are represented the way we are. They don't get as much time as we get. And frankly, they're not as good as we are. We have certainly on Raw, we have the best women division in the world. I say that without any hesitation in my voice. We have the best women's division in the world. Competition is great, and it's great for there to be another place. And I have a very good friend, Ruby Soho, over there, and I would love to see her as champion one day. I'd love to see her get the spotlight that she deserves. Competition is great, but over here, we're on a different level. End quote. So... The reaction that I've seen to this from the all elite faithful, and I'm talking fans, mm -hmm. has been 
I would describe uh, feverish. <laughs> like, like, how, like, 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 how this... dare she put AEW's name in her mouth? Uh, well, yeah, I guess there's that. Uh, and and then I've seen other people say, well, yeah, she's Becky Lynch. She's just stirring the pot. But I have seen some people say, like, well, how can you even say that? Like, how can you even do that? You're you're belittling another uh, promotion or something like that. And I, I just think this is just Becky talking up her game. I don't think it's a controversial thing to say that when you when you believe it. Um, and, and she also was specific about Monday at Raw's women's division. And it's worth noting, Asuka is there. <laughs> you know, like, so, so it's not like she's so like Asuka's there, Natalia's there. Uh, she's bringing out uh, Shayna Baszler's there. Like, there's some really established names there. Uh, she's bringing up WWE's women's last Charlotte, arguably one of the best wrestlers in the world, whether or not you like her, she is. Uh, so I mean, there's something there. Uh, and it's worth noting, she also reached out and said, Yeah, Ruby Riot and I are buddies, but. They're not up here. They're not. They're not playing. They're not playing the big girl ball exactly. that I'm playing. Uh, exactly. And it is. Uh, the, here's a David Barclay with a comment. This isn't a jab at AEW's women's. Uh, I'm trying to read that one here. This isn't a shot a oh, jab. Are at you AEW's... talking about the first one? I did yes. David Barclay. Here, sir. Here, thank you. This isn't a jab at AEW's women's production as a jab uh, at AEW the brand. Just Beck's doing her job. Uh, and the and the the line I think that was the most. I think you should take the hardest is. They don't get as much TV time as we do. They're not presented the same way we are. And I don't think there's any argument about that. Like, there's no lie in that. You know, and I I mean, many times they've already had the all wrestling women's division put on some phenomenal bangers. I thought Mm -hmm. um, Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa, the St. Patrick's Day Slam, not this year's one, but the one prior, was incredible. I thought that was one of the best women's matches. They main evented a show. They had women main eventing the show pretty early, but for the most part, overall, they've been, you know, building up Jade Cargill recently in the past few months and feeding her opponents to beat people. And it's building up a new character and having the title make the character. Uh, and they have a lot of women they're doing matches with, but the matches are fairly short. Uh, here's John Paul starting to say AEW is better. Are you saying AEW in general? Are you saying AEW's women's division is better? It, it's been a crack at AEW before, though I do think All Elite Wrestling is doing a much better job with it. Right at the end of the they day, have been here, in the past. Though, at it, the end of the day, this is just Becky being Becky, right? I mean, this is what she loves to do. Yeah. She's a great troll on the uh, on Twitter, and when she wants to get a little bit of attention, some news around her, she she puts out you know, statements like this, and you can take it for whatever it is. It's the truth. And sometimes the truth hurts, but that doesn't mean that it's a bad thing, right? Because just like a James Espanto Fernando just commented a little bit earlier that the women's division in wait, AEW wait, wait, wait. How do we say that name? How do we say that? Name? James Espanto Fernando. Yeah, buddy. Uh, so this is a, this is a great comment just because WWE has incredible women's division, but AEW Women's Division has grown by leap and bound, and that is fact, 100%. Because if you compare the, the roster from 2019 to the roster from now, absolutely different. Like you have a, 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 a good player. They still have their ways to catch up, I think, in my opinion. Uh, but, yeah, I think just it, in WWE, they're presented in a different way. It's a different... It, it, it's a different program. It's different synergy. It's it's completely different from AEW. Bell Renette with a real comment here, and you can get yours on screen. I know a lot of people are sounding off about this. There are a lot of people I know that are passionate about 
their ladies in wrestling. I know women who love wrestling and they are passionate about their faves. And I appreciate this. Bell saying, let's be honest. Booking aside, and neither division is picture perfect. Both have improvements to be made. So she's bringing both down. Uh, just looking at divisions. Uh, Becky ain't lying. I mean, let's be real about it. Uh, for a fact here, we just got to talk about it. WWE is still, still, uh, uh, there's more viewers. There's a lot more younger women. I think it's, it's, uh, there are, uh, WWE's doing a good job in the past 10 years of getting women to watch their show more and giving them some characters they care about. Not to say that AEW isn't doing that, or you don't go to the shows and there aren't women there who aren't invested in the show. Uh, women show up and they love all different types of characters. Uh, shout out to the great women in wrestling media. Shout out to Riddy Fierro and Teddy over at Rest Friends. A lot of great people making great content in mm-hmm. the genre that we're in. Mm-hmm. And they're really, really passionate about it. I think limiting them just women is, isn't I mean, reasonable Den- Denise either. Denise Salcedo is a great example. I mean, she's oh, been making fantastic. moves leaps and bounds. So she does yeah. great work. So, yeah. Love this comment here by Frantic World on YouTube watching. Thank you for the, uh, for the support. And he's saying... Uh, I understand good criticism, but should Becky give TK some good advice on how to make the women's division better? I mean, if TK is willing to take it, I'm sure Becky's willing to do it. The thing is, this isn't anybody saying this. This isn't like this is Becky Lynch. Like this, this, this is like one of the top five names in all of wrestling saying you're not at my level. Like, 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 you know, it's almost like, hey, you got this girl. She's really, I mean, you try really hard. You try really hard. But what does it feel like? Are you, are you, on a hot summer day, you must be feeling cool because you're in my shadow. <laughs> and uh, like, like, like she's talking game. All right. But at the same time, still, you know, blowing a kiss to, to Ruby in this comment. Um, More comments here. Uh, that's one thing for sure. They they oh, aren't WWE sorry. divas. That's okay. That's okay. We have a lot of comments to get to. I want to try and get here. I know there's a ton. You guys are bombarding us, and I absolutely love it. Keep them coming, and make sure you're sharing tonight's show. And also slam that like button. I see mm-hmm. 85 of you in here, and there's only 14 likes. Come on, guys. You guys, come on. Show. You guys love come the content. On. Show us the support and engage with the show. So right now, in three, two. two one smash that like button smash that hard button that laughy emoji that angry emoji do what it takes to get those likes up so i appreciate you guys but let's uh let's continue with the show here kevin uh nashadi nashadi jawali nashad jawal thank you uh becky's comments will help the aew women's roster get better if you're in that women's roster right now and you see this you're taking it by heart you're oh yeah, each other, and you're holding, you're taking that phone, and you're walking in the arena. You see this shit? <laughs> like, 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 someone, someone's gonna walk like, up and be like, you see this? "They're like, oh hell no, we're gonna, we're gonna prove it." So you see, this, this? is an opportunity. This is an opportunity for the women's division yes. and AEW to step it up, just based Fire on that up. comment. Just, just get Fire fired up and up. and become undeniable. Just that's all you have to do. You heard that comment? That comment. Go to work. Make yourself better. Someone's saying, "Have I broken my mic?" I still sound good on your end, don't I? You sound you sound great. Great, you sound right, absolutely cool. great. Uh, here yeah. we go. Uh, let's get into story number two, and please continue to sound off on the Specky Lynch one because obviously a lot of you guys care about it. Let's talk about no more uh, AEW WWE issues. We reported last week that WWE through Fightful Select has interest in reacquiring 
The talents of FTR, formerly known as the Revival in WWE, where they were triple crown champions, by the way. They won all the titles they could win uh, and were offered a massive amount of money, especially as a tag team, to stay. They decided and, opt, and opted to leave and go join All Elite Wrestling, where they've won the titles. And then they've also won the AAA Mega Championships, you can see right there. Uh, in the sister the sister connected promotion AAA in Mexico. Now FTR uh, recently put out some comments, and they they are they have no problem kind of pushing the the, the limits and stirring the pot in their own ways. Uh, basically, you have them tweeting out statements like, "Do they just want us so AEW can't have us? Like, what what do they really want?" And I mean, they're thinking on the other side of the coin, so I don't really disagree with that statement right because because what would be the motive for having them they don't need them what would be the motive for having them i mean it's a hot tag team act it's one of the best tag teams in the world they were already up there when they left why wouldn't you want them back like like isn't it a compliment to know that they want you back baby come back we're gonna put the tag titles on you <laughs> baby come back yeah, uh, so other people with comments here. Someone's saying, we agree with Jose G, not Kevin <laughs> Kelly Jr. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Dude, that's so sweet of you to say that. Compare me to Kevin Kelly. It's, that's so sweet of you. I really appreciate that. I blow, I blow kisses to your trash talk. Um, <laughs> just just blow, smother them with love. Smother them with love. I smother them, them with love. Uh, <laughs> so a lot of people are saying... Say, uh, this uh this should help them to improve. This is interesting. Ricky Castello. All right, super kicky Ricky here saying FTR won't go back to the cookie cutter company. He's trying to he's trying to he's trying to grind your gears, bro. He's trying to push your buttons. Oh, that's fine. Uh other people here. Money talks. Won't be surprised if MGF is joining FTR. And that's WWE. one thing. Yeah, I mean, Cody, Cody went and, you know, the money was there for them. But I guess like the big thing for FTR on, you know, he they addressed the rumors because, you know, this this story did broke last week. And today they recently had a, an episode with uh, Rene Paquette on the sessions um, and they addressed what was going on. And basically they just said that, listen, we are we are aware of WWE being interested in us. We are aware of that, but we're not talking to them while we're under contract. We are faithful and loyal to, to, to TK until the day we are not under contract. And then if there's business, there's business. But right now, it's a waiting game. Right now, don't expect yeah, anything to happen. And they did the civil thing. Hey, we're under yeah. a contract with All Elite Wrestling. We're going to honor that deal. We're going to do the right thing by the people that sign us and pay us right now. Um, and it's interesting. They said, do they just want us so they can't have us back? But the thing is, they yeah, that's also a compliment. If they want you so someone else can't have you, that means they want you. Now, what do they do with you when they got you, right? That's nothing worth it. And did they make these guys look great? These guys were under contract for nearly a year and wouldn't sign new deals and wanted to leave. Now, what can you offer them that's compelling that stylistically, creatively matches up with them? I don't know. I think they're a great fit in all wrestling. I think they've ha they've had some great feuds. They've had some great matches. This match that they just had with the Briscoes was awesome. But it's the thing worth. This is the environment that all the wrestling and the money war chest that Tony Khan mm -hmm. has created. You've opened up the market. You've opened it up now, where you're going to start having a competitive market when contracts come up. We're going to see it over the next year. I just That's did a a, a, a really great uh, video piece 
for Wrestle Binge, our side channel. Go subscribe to Wrestle Binge on Sports Kita. And you'll see this on our other uh, video channels on Facebook and Instagram as well, I believe. And it's about people from all wrestling that could jump to WWE relatively, why WWE would want them, why it wouldn't make sense. Maybe some people that have going back to WWE. This is the way it is. This is the competition you have. It's And guess what? It's good for the wrestlers. Absolutely. It's good for the 100%. fans. 100%. Yes. Uh, it, it shows how strong all wrestling changed the game and made things competitive, and they are competitive with them. Uh, comments I'm reading here. Uh, Victor Nash, MJF said on a video where he was doing a promo uh, that January 2024 will be interesting. Oh, no, we talked about that scenario. We yeah, we talked about, about that several times. But to, to back to your point, the, the fact that now we have this open market in the wrestling in the wrestling industry right now with AEW, Impact Wrestling, New Japan, WWE, and everything else that's going on, it is a tremendous time to be involved in this business and in this industry, especially if you're a performer and if you're a wrestler, right? Because mm-hmm. now you have options. One, it was before just one big option. WWE either made it or not. If not, you were stuck doing rest, uh, indies and doing special appearances for Impact here and there, but it was nothing major like the wwe now you got this major player in aew that's teaming up with new japan they're bringing everything up and now the market is wide open for the wrestlers right so like carrying cross is a great example which is going to lead into our third story right carrying cross is a great example carrying cross decided not to go to aew and take his chances in new japan and he's doing way better as far as an exposure standpoint than if you would have ever been in, in, in AEW. There's a whole lot more buzz around Killer Cross than around Keith Lee and, 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 and Swerve Strickland right now. Look about that. Think about that. Okay. Now, you know what? Uh, when you say it, it does make sense. Uh, Killer Cross is a smart, smart guy. Obviously, he's been working on some film projects outside of uh, his wrestling work, uh, recently married to Scarlett Bordeaux. Congratulations to them. Very, very active. Booked well into the summer on different dates all across the independent wrestling landscape. And has a new venture with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, surprisingly, people thought he would be in All Elite Wrestling after his WWE exit and release, which was unceremonious, when they cons- considering they featured him prominently and made him a champion in NXT. But now he's looking to get his own name under his own portfolio. Killer Cross is the name he uh, had prominently when he made his big splash first in Impact Wrestling. It was the name he used in the independent circuit, but now just wants to shore that name up so he has it and can control it. Uh, I think that's a good move. Um, yes. I think if you see him in WWE again, he'll be carrying cross. He'll be the name they want there. But now you're able to completely have more leverage with whoever you want to deal with to be able to market yourself, to license yourself, to be able to do things like, all right, I'm going to go do a video game uh, that someone's making outside of WWE or a major company and have my name on it. I'm going to be able to, if I want, I own my name. Maybe I want to be in movies as killer cross who knows uh maybe there's more merchandise things i can do with it it's a strong business move uh there's a lot of people in this position this is great do it do it yeah this is absolutely great for killer cross just for the simple fact that um he's making a lot of moves dude like not only just from this from the trade uh from the trademark stuff he's also Remember when we were talking yesterday about the NFT space, WWE asking their fans about NFTs. Mm -hmm. He's getting into the NFT game, dude. So I'm just saying 
The guy is smart. He knows how to plan for his future. He wants to create the, the, the cross brand. And funny enough, when he went to trademark his name, he tried it. He trademarked it under his company, Oscorp and Cross Incorporated, reference to both Cross of him and the fictional company of Marvel Cinematic Universe. So uh, the guy's a, a, a nerd. Peter! Willem Dafoe. Every time you bring up Oscorp, I just think of Willem Dafoe as the Green Goblin in the first Spider-Man movie. Peter! There we go. Um, so other people sign off here. Uh, if, if you've not seen it, by the way, seek out his Chris Van Vliet interview where they're, where they're working out and killer cross does one of the funniest impressions of Jesse Ventura I've ever seen. It is very, oh, very funny. So, good. so good, very, yeah. very funny. Uh, it's pretty ridiculous here. Let's jump into our next story here. This one, unfortunate, this one's unfortunate. This is part of the bill of wrestling is things are going to happen. People are going to get hurt. You know, people are going to get hurt. Let's talk about some NXT here. Zion Quinn, he got a big win last week of Wesley. He had a flying forearm. This is a six foot oh five guy who does a flying forearm finish. It's pretty cool. Uh, but unfortunately, he will not be. I would not want to be on the receiving end of that flying forearm from Zion no, Quinn. No, you no, see no. how devastating that, that move looked, dude? He looks, he's like a more, he's like a slightly faster Batista to me in terms of like the way he moves. Uh, but this forearm finish he did on Wesley was, it looked bam. It looked like one of those, like those NFL like highlights where you just, that guy's out. That guy's out like a light. Unfortunately, unfortunately for Zion Quinn, he is out and has suffered an injury. Give me details. Yeah, man. So unfortunately, uh, uh, Zion Quinn was scheduled to be on tonight's NXT, which is uh, looking to be a pretty good, another pretty good episode. But uh, as announced, uh, he was supposed to be facing Tony D'Angelo that no longer will be taking place. And hey. NXT put out a tweet uh, that he is not medically cleared to compete in tonight's uh, match against Tony D'Angelo. We don't know the details of the injury. Hopefully it's minor enough where he may he may be able to return within the next few weeks. Um, we'll still we'll we'll report any details on Zion Quinn's injury as we get them. But as of right now, as of a few hours ago, matter of fact, NXT put up the uh, the tweet saying that he's not medically cleared. Uh, so we'll see if Tony D'Angelo even performs tonight. Mm. Uh, you know, NXT's in a tough spot. Uh, they've been doing some storylines that just didn't hook me nearly as much as I would like, though everyone's trying to play their ass off with this whole Braun Breaker, Joe Gacy storyline, which has a bunch of gaga right around the performance I'm, center. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of liking it. You like I'm it. Li- okay. I'm kind of liking it. And I'll give I, you an explanation why after you put your, after you go ahead and talk. Yeah, I, I liked the way everyone's performing it. Like, I think Joe Gacy's really enjoying himself. They did the, come and find me. I have your dad's ring. I, I've, I've, I've kidnapped your father. Um, And it, it's it's okay, but it's just, it's too sports entertaining for NXT, where I was like, cut your promos, get in the ring. It's just a little too, it's too off the mark. It's just the, the, the creative of it doesn't work. And he's just like, I'm going to push you off a ledge and you're going to fall three feet to the ground. And, and <laughs> it was like, it was just kind of a, oh man, that was an See, I like, I ending. like, I like quirky stories like that just because it kind of keeps me engaged. It, it, it's a little different from the usual stuff that you see in yeah. NXT. I, um, I now, can see it. It just was too much. Like they, they no, went and it, I get it. Yeah. And, and I get it. Right. But, 
this is the new direction that NXT is going now, right? With the you know with the whole rebrand, this is more like what we see on the main roster, the type of stuff. But I do want to take off my hat if I had one right now to Joe Gacy because man, Gacy gives me those Bray Wyatt vibes, like with like Eater of World vibes. Like yeah. he does it so well and so good. Um, and this also gives an opportunity to Braun Breaker to flex a little bit more of his character and acting, right? We've always seen him being so explosive and so dynamic in the ring and not uh, show as much personality. This gives him an opportunity to flex a little bit of that acting muscle, kind of give us a different persona. Now, you know, this is a Braun Breaker that's worried about his father because now his father's being persecuted by Joe Gacy. So now he has to get physically involved with Joe Gacy putting his NXT title on the line to protect mm-hmm. his father and, and from any further damage that could incur in the future. So the story is there. The way that they produced it may be a little cheesy, but I'm liking it because I can appreciate what Braun Breaker's trying to do. There, there's some stuff there's some stuff they did that was pretty cool. Like they did the whole enter the dragon uh like mirror room type thing. Ah yeah, I love and, that. And that was <laughs> that was fun like gaga stuff. But like the ending was like, eh, like, because it was like segment, 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 and the ending is like, oh, here you are. Now you're in a dark space, but you're in this room filled with people. You're in the performance center. Let me shove you three feet to the ground. Bye bye. See you next week. <laughs> it was just, it was kind of like, ah, uh, you, you got me, and then ah, uh, that didn't pay off. It, the payoff wasn't there. The payoff at the end of the episode didn't like leave me on a cliffhanger. Kim Gray saying, I hate NXT 2.0. Nothing makes me want to invest in it. Just stupid. Ouch. Not ouch. Uh, And NXT has always had the territory feel to it. Cheesy is fine with me. So he's on board with it. Tom Sawwood saying, acknowledge everyone in the WWE Universe. Sheesh. We acknowledge you. We acknowledge you. Uh, And and, oh, here we go. Here we go. Here's my favorite internet way of describing something. When I when something sucks, it doesn't just sucks. It sucks. Sucks. Uh, what well, this is? This is so. Aside, aside from Nikita Lyons or or AKA Yam Yam Bigelow or Yam Yam Bigelow, Thakita or, or Thakita Lyons. <laughs> God bless. Uh, yes, God. yes, she is very blessed. Yes. God bless her. She is. <laughs> I, I, I do Beyond not blessed. want to get in trouble. Sheldon Hicksing, NSC 2.0 still sucks with like four X's. Uh, <laughs> some cute lights. Howl at me. Howl at me. Oh, oh, oh. Um, let's let, let's come down, gentlemen. Let's let's be let's be gentlemen. Let's be gentle, Hall of Famer Rick Steiner. Man. Is scheduled for this week's NXT, uh, playing up this storyline that Joe Gacy has kidnapped him. The dogface gremlin is being held somewhere in an undesignated location. Uh, and the NXT champion, his son, Braun Breaker, Rex Steiner. I really still wish they called him Rex Steiner. Uh, is, is, is pursuing him. Uh, we'll see where this goes. Hopefully it can turn into something. Spring break in. Not breaking. All right, spring break in. Uh, is not breaking, not not breaking to electric boogaloo. I, I come on, spring breaking NXT takeover. Elect Russell Boogaloo is going to be next week. Oh, that should be the title for that. <laughs> spring breaking to the electric, the electric wrestling boogaloo. I love it. Um, <laughs> <is> so idiotic. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, that'll be next week. Uh, so this is the build to that. They have a couple of things they can put together. They do these special episodes where they give it a real effort. I just, I do think NXT needs a, to continue that idea of 
working with people. I saw Natalia on last week's episode. I really liked it. I thought Natalia on there walking out. I'm like, I'm wearing your hat. Look at you, you little stupid idiots. <laughs> she was making fun of Cora Jade, like wearing her hat. And then she just stretched some poor girl from, from the performance center. Uh, Natalia can it. pull this stuff off. If they do Cora Jade and Natalia, it, it does feel like a mismatch. Cora Jade is a small framed person. Who's gonna be in there with with uh with one of the thickest and most badass wrestlers of all time, a first ballot Hall of Famer Natalia? There's something to be developed there. Brandon Joshua say NXT is dope. Love seeing new faces, getting time and exposure. I will say that it's a whole show where they just develop new talent. You know, so anyone says they don't develop new talent. Look at this whole brand they have for it. So the logic isn't there. Nikita, very healthy blessings, blessings, blessings. Um, Stephen Chambers saying Wendy Chu cracks me up. Wendy Chu has started to come into her own, so it's not. All oh that. my God! Did you see Malcolm Bivens? Is most uh, w- one of his tweets with uh, with Wendy Chu? No, what did she do? Uh, <laughs> he put the code. He put the, the the caption because it's when like, I have to look at the I'll find a tweet for you. Uh, but the caption said, "This looks like the cover of a canceled UPN show in the nineties." <laughs> That is something that people in their 30s understand. <laughs> if you guys don't know what UPN is, please please do your research. Oh, come on, UPN? Homeboys in the outer space? Let's go, dude. Love UPN. The way, well, yeah, and that's where SmackDown was originally from. Uh, the, on The very first episode of SmackDown was on UPN. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, definitely. People feeling it here. Did you enjoy the show? Did you have fun? Oh, how come you haven't hit the like button yet? I can see how many of you are watching, and you haven't hit the like button yet. Uh, if you're watching on demand, go ahead and hit that like button. Give me a follow, at Kev Kellum. Give Jose G a follow, at Jose underscore G underscore official. Uh, I got some really cool stuff coming up here in a little bit. Yeah, you do. I'm going to be at yeah. Zany's Comedy Club May 14th, uh, the world-famous Zany's Comedy Club on the north side of Chicago. I will be on something that I, I guess I wasn't supposed to say I'm on. Uh, that's Uh-oh. coming up in a little bit, and I can't say what it is. When it comes out, you guys will know about it. It's pretty sweet. It's in early May. Um, I'm very, very excited for this thing that's coming up that I can't talk about. So follow me on Twitter, and I'll talk about it. Uh, I will be on AAW Never Say Die on Worldwide Pay-Per-View, interviewing the talent backstage, doing the mean gene on the scene thing. And I have an interview with Mike Bennett. We taped that. That'll be coming out on our channel this week. He talks about his big match this weekend with Fred Yehi. We're also going to have Silas Young, the last real man of professional wrestling, taking on the Corn Belt Cowboy one called Manders in a steel cage. Very personal issues inside a steel cage. Look at this. This is awesome. This photo is definitely <laughs> is awesome. a series on UPN that got canceled after three seasons. <laughs> three seasons. That's a good run. That's a, That's good, a run. good run. That's good sister run. sister territory right there, bro. Get your plugs in, buddy. Get your plugs in, man. <laughs> uh, now, guys, go ahead and give me a follow on Jose G official as always. Appreciate the support and love. Uh, uh, go ahead and give me a follow at Recons of Wrestling as well every Thursday night, 8 p.m. on the YouTube. And I got a brand new project coming up soon, so got keep on the follow. So make sure you follow me on Instagram and on Twitter. So go ahead and do that right now. Appreciate you. Man. Now, an important thing for you guys to do for all the faithful, the watch out, watch out gang who spend hours with us every single week, we blow you kisses to the people who come here to talk trash about me because I said something slightly off of their specific wrestling. It's nothing tape, but love. And that's it's nothing okay. but love. We blow you kisses and we love you as well. In your direction. Okay. Now, let's all just calm down. 
Take a deep breath. Howl at me, as they say in the chat. Oh, oh, oh. And enjoy wrestling. Yeah. Let's get out of here. Acknowledge us. Talk, yeah, with that thing. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out.